You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Uh, thank you for sticking with us. Uh, it's It's been a, a great uh, hour and almost a half of, of my show, and we got more than a half hour to go. My name is Monsignor Schumacher, and I am your host on Real Presence Live on your Upper Midwest uh, Real Presence Radio Network. Uh, we're coming up on 23 minutes past the hour. I'm going to begin with my, my next and my last guest uh, before the uh, hard uh, bottom of the hour break. And... Uh, I uh, asked him to come on a, a while ago. Uh, Justin Krunebergs is his name. Yes. Uh, good morning, Justin. How are you? Good morning, Monsignor. Uh, l- l- let me preface. Let me preface all of this by saying that uh, I, um, um, I I often uh, like to ask people uh, why they are becoming Catholic or or why they are uh, starting to live their faith again. Um, uh, one woman told me that she became Catholic because of our teaching in purgatory. She had a, a, a very, very difficult loss in her life. Um, a, a, a dear woman that died horribly, and, and she worried for her, and she, she learned the truth of the teaching of purgatory and all of the mercy and hope that gave her. I said, I've heard of people leaving the Catholic Church because of purgatory, leaving it, not coming to it. Uh, so you never know what you're going to get. I, I, had a, I had a bride that became Catholic because of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Her, her fiancé introduced her to the, to the Blessed Virgin Mary. I had a guy that left the church uh, because all his uh, uh, mom and dad did was complain about the church. He, he said uh, his, his mom and dad, uh, the, the, the church didn't do this, did this, the, the priest didn't do this, did this, the bishop didn't do this, did this. He said, why would I want to be part of an institution where my parents are miserable? So he left. And then 30 years later, he came back and he told me that he realized that when we say one holy Catholic church, holy means that our Lord is holy, not any particular member, and that there is imperfection through which our Lord works. He came back uh, overcoming the complaining. You know, it's like Father Nick Vetter said very simply on my show a while ago, if you want your, if you want your son to be a, a, a welder, if you're a welder and you want your son to be a welder, speak well of welders and the welding industry. Uh, if you want your children to stay Catholic, speak well, and 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 positive, um, or or why would they want to why would they want to stick to it anyway? Justin's in front of me. He came back through uh, reason, and we're we're, we're going to talk about this: how reason and science has brought him back to the life of the Catholic Church. Justin, first tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, let me start by saying. That you you are an Air Force veteran. Yes, sir. Thank you for your service. You you have had um, uh, work in in the past as an intelligence analyst. Yes. And um, and you are currently working in in the IT field here in Bismarck. Yes, I work as a senior network engineer. Uh, where are you from? Where were you born? Born in Fargo, North Dakota. From mostly Wahpeton. Uh, followed work out here to Bismarck, and uh, don't regret it. You you became uh, reactivated, so to speak. Yes. Uh, uh, by the way, we become uh, friends in the last in in 2022. Instant friends. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 when I celebrated New Year's, I, I didn't see you uh, on the horizon, uh, and uh, 
you're, we're probably in each other's Dunbar circle. Yeah, Dunbar number, yeah. Okay, uh, which, which I understand as uh, the individuals where we, if you walk into a bar and see somebody, you, you, you go over and you instantly re- reconnect in any way, in any event. Um, uh, t- tell, tell me, tell the people well, why, why you're back to the church and why you see so many of your friends coming back, above all, to the Catholic Church. Well, for me, the the the, uh, the the biggest thing that the church offers is depth, which is a thing that I find is the most attractive about the church. It much of it is there's so much deep thought behind how why we believe what we believe and how we got to where we are, and it's it's thinking about things deeply which, uh, that leads me back when, when you for example explore in science and i have to be very careful not to just totally nerd out here because uh, I, I, I i i you know i understand about half of what we talk about <laughs> to, to be honest with you. yeah i i have a but, i have a problem doing that that's why i prefer to be with a beer and a burger while i talk to you but uh, <laughs> continue right the the thing about um science i found is that way too many treat it as a substitute religion and it's emphatically not that it's it's almost an it's almost an unreligion not an anti-religion but it it's a thing where all science is concerned about is what's in front of you and what can be shown immediately with evidence it doesn't allow you to have or it doesn't itself think about faith but the reason that science led me back is because when you start diving really deep into the science when you get go through chemistry and you if you go through chemistry you inevitably have to get into physics and if you get into physics really deep strange amazing questions happen at the bottom of physics and you run into things like there is a provable limit to what we can know there are absolutely things which are unprovably true um, and any any system of language that even the most trivial language, you can, if you can add in any language, you can construct a sentence that's unprovably true. That's uh, that's a very deeply weird thing when you think about it. There are all there's all of this leading down towards this infinity at the bottom of knowledge, where uh, religion and philosophy and logic and science and math all form into this big knot and it doesn't necessarily scream hey look at me i'm god um but what it does do is say this is there is an end to what you can materially do and beyond that there are possibilities they're broad and they're infinite and you can never talk about them in the world of science you can only talk about them in a larger context by reason by faith and science not only leads you there it demands that that be there there there's there's no at the bottom of it, there's no way anything would work the way that it does if there wasn't this unknowable thing now i'm by no means a scholar and i'm definitely not a physicist or any of that so you know i'm certain i have much of this wrong in in the fine details but it's it's just very if you really make a a, a hard study of it it's hard to ignore there was there was um uh believe uh i can't remember which I can't remember the name of the quote, but there was a good quote um, which goes something like, the first heady drink of the cup from the natural scientists, natural sciences will make you an atheist. 
but there at the bottom of the cup lies God. And I found that to be very true for me too, because there, there's a point where there's just really, it's, it's the most comfortable explanation. And that's kind of what got me thinking about faith. And then, uh, and then I showed up on Ash Wednesday and I was one of your whoppers and, (laughs) (laughs) and, uh, and we became instant friends, and uh, and uh, things kind of mushroomed from there. <laughs> I, and we we mostly uh, spoke, I think, for the first few days about the Ukrainian war. Yes, uh, you, you gave me some military background and insight as to what is happening, what may happen there. Yeah, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to be back uh, to uh, to uh, this this discussion, uh, Justin. Kunenberg's <laughs> yes. is is my guest, and uh, we, we have a bet as to whether I can pronounce his last name. It looks complicated, but it isn't. And we're going to talk about um, how he came back to the faith through reason. Um, and uh, we're also going to talk about how when, when people say, if you follow the science, it leads you away from God. When people say that, how is that absolutely false? Uh, because it's certainly not true in Justin's life. So uh, people come back for many reasons. Uh, they also come back because of science. Uh, so we'll talk about that for the next half hour, uh, and it, it'll be interesting for all of our listeners. We'll be back in just one moment. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Well, I think it's it's one of the most humbling things for a priest, especially a young priest, to come in and have... Um, people twice your age come and come into you for confession and things like that and it's really in those moments i remember those first confessions and that you're just like you're just nervous and you're thinking lord just please help me give me the words to speak to these people what you want to say help me to get out of the way and it's a beautiful thing when you as a priest as you continue to grow in your trust in jesus and that whether he's working through you it's amazing uh the things that he will say and and do and use you use you for uh in those circumstances where you don't know what to say or what to do um that he gives you the grace in those moments and that was really uh very humbling to me i remember and, and it continues to be i'm leo from the cathedral of our lady of perpetual help in rapid city this is Teresa hanslick from saint anthony's in red isle this is tony schmidt from all saints in brainerd minnesota thank you for listening to real presence radio If you're hearing this, that means you're a Real Presence Radio listener, and we have a message for you. May 11th through May 13th, we'll be gathering for three full days of live local content. Hear from some of your favorite hosts and guests as they help RPR raise funds during our Spring Live Drive. Let us hear from you May 11th through the 13th, and let everyone know that you love your family of faith and hope. You can find all the details, including how to give online, at realpresenceradio.com slash live dash drive. Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. 
Very good. Uh, Justin Krunebergs is my guest. Uh, he has probably become one of my big fish. Whenever I begin Lent, I, I preach on uh, Ash Wednesday uh, how I want to catch some big fish. Lent to me is about big fish. What does that mean? It means that I, I, I want the guy in my confessional that hasn't been in, in confession for 30, 40, or 50 years. That's a big fish. I, I, I want the person that has uh, become inactive with the church to think about the church again and to become active, perhaps. That, 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 that's a big fish. We catch all kinds of fish and, and throw some back as, as people live their faith and, and practice devotion. But I like catching big fish. That's why I go in my confessional. Not that Justin is, you haven't ever gone to confession with me, but uh, I, uh, we, uh, uh, he, he's, he's one of my big fish, and he came back because of, of reason and uh, back to the Catholic Church because of its, uh, of its depth. Uh, we, we also um, did go to the movie Father Stew, Yes. Um, on, a, on, a, on a Saturday afternoon. Have movie. you seen it, Karen? Yeah, I have. And uh, we, we, di- we did that. But th- let's get back to, to what is going on in your mind to, to reactivate your faith. Because some people think that faith and reason are not compatible. But it's your reason that brought you back to your faith. Yes. H- how does that happen? Well, you did confess me twice, actually. Okay. <laughs> I'm not supposed to say that, though. Well, sure, but I, okay. you know, we're, we're friends here. Uh, but, uh, so, the, there, there's a thing about science um, and free will that relates to religion that I've been thinking about pretty hard, and I think, actually, this is more, um, if there is free will, and I'd like to think there is, and I'd like to think that God wants us to experience free will, then you could make an argument that there has to be a logical, uninvolved way for things to happen. So there needs to be a full science that you can explore and do, because if it was not at all possible without the intervention of God, then are we really free? But on the other hand, when you look at the absolutely ludicrous odds of where we are and how we're, how we're at, people... Um, the emergence of life is like the most likely of all of these things. There's so many things stacked up on top of each other that are so completely crazy, utterly insane, unlikely, that there's a point where you go, you know, yeah, I guess this could have all happened randomly. But there's a, a really good physicist who has a YouTube channel called Cool Worlds, and he does a statistical analysis on this, which is hard with the sample size of one. Um, but he comes to the conclusion, you can make a pretty good argument we are alone in the universe just based on how completely unlikely it is the, that we have a planet as heavy as we do with a moon the size that we do to cause tides on a perfectly normal average sun, which is a single star system, which is rare. It's a population one star, so heavy in metals, which means Earth is highly radioactive, which gives it a molten core, which gives it a magnetic field, which protects us from the sun. That eukaryotic life happened twice. That all of these things, they're so ludicrously un- unlikely that... Um, after a while, it becomes, if you want to be really pragmatic about it, it becomes, well, which is more unlikely, 10 to the power of 10 to the power of something utterly, completely ridiculous, or that there has to be a reason to it? And when when you think about reason, reason is a bigger concept than logic, and it's a bigger concept than just um, 
than just the evidence before you because at some point with odds that long, you have to take one or the other on faith. Except why not take both? Why, why not say, yeah, I mean, empirically this is all possible. The science is right there. And um, I think it would be an insult to God to ignore our capacity to reason and pretend that that evidence isn't there. It is absolutely there. But at the same time, if those are the kinds of odds we're facing, it makes sense to me that there has to be a mover and a purpose behind it. That's the leap of faith. For, for me, the science is completely compatible with God because there's room at the bottom that suggests he has, that he or something like him has to be there. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to dodge around getting really crazy technical into things like Heisenberg's uncertainty principle and, and determinism and all that stuff because, um, you know... I don't think I would want to listen to that. <laughs> so, uh, St. Thomas Aquinas um, had as his proof for the existence of God his argument per effectum. The argument per effectum is we can know God through the effects. Mm -hmm. We know the Creator through his creation. And you've spoken a lot about that. Yes. Uh, also, uh, Blaise Pascal, in his Pascal's Wager, says if you gain all. Uh, you know, you lose nothing, uh, wager them without hesitation uh, that God is. In, in, in other words, Pascal said, you have nothing to lose by, by believing in God, mm -hmm. but you have everything to lose by not believing in God. Mm -hmm. Because if you've believed in God, you, you've, you've lived a good life, and at the end, uh, if, there, if, there, uh, if you live your life like there is not a God, and at the end, if there is a God, you know, you, 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 you look pretty foolish. Yes. So, so, and Vatican II also talks about God's existence and creation as bringing us to, to an awareness of the Creator. So, it, it's been all of this that has gone through your mind, mm -hmm. w w which is fine. Uh, so, we, we have a direction toward, toward a deity, um, but, but yet then you, you also walk down the street to the Catholic Church. Why here? Well, if I, if I want to argue purely as just, so from a pure science standpoint, it would be because you're next door. <laughs> Literally next door. <laughs> but I think my central point is that you can be motivated by science and you can be motivated by something deeper at the same time. Because I did feel a nudge. And I could pretend that I didn't feel it. I could even say that it was just, you know, an emotion or any of those kinds of things. And that's the thing. In a world of science and a world of free will, there's always a logical explanation. Because if there wasn't, that would deny faith. Because that's the thing, right? I mean, he requires ultimately that we believe, and that does require a leap of faith. And if, if, we, um, if we ignore it, then so be it. Um, like you said, there's, there may be consequences to that, but but if you choose to believe, it's a, just a much more enriching thing. And I don't see any conflict between the two. I can have my rational explanation. I can, I can accept that evolution happens. I can also believe that it happens with direction or it happens with purpose. And I don't see any incompatibility between the two other than if you insist on being really strict. Like if you take science as a faith in itself, if you insist on only a scientific explanation. And I think that might be where where people go wrong or maybe not go wrong but they go i'm gonna go down this path and anything else is is you know and i i don't think that that works for me i felt a nudge and you know as you and i have talked that nudge has grown and i don't know where it's going to take me necessarily 
but I don't think science satisfies her to explain that. I need something more. And uh, you, you have uh, th- this is an, this is another lesson in your life. You were you were born and raised Catholic. Yes. So you you uh, left that. Yes. Uh, but you you were able to fall back on that. Yes, I um, I left out of a number of things. I mean, apathy being one of them, and prior controversies being another, um, and didn't come back for a very very long time. Um, but I found myself, well, first, firstly drawn by the depth of thought, the philosophy of it all, but then I, f- I feel warmth about it. It's, it's very difficult to dis- explain, um, but in church, I find a, a peace and I don't have a scientific explanation for that. And I don't think I want one, you know, um, my my acceptance of science and my acceptance of uh, information theory and all all of these amazing works of reason have are fully compatible, but they also sometimes have nothing to do with faith. Like my my belief is compatible with and parallel to the two for me, and you know, and really studying science gives me an opportunity to have that to 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 say that they they can coexist. If I if I had taken a, just a surface level, I don't think I would have that. Justin Krunenberg's is my guest. We're going to be back. We're going to talk more about uh, faith and, and reason. I, I gave a, a, a brief mention on Werner von Braun's reflections before he died, which are interesting. Uh, as we come up on forty-five minutes past the hour on your Real Presence Radio Network, we'll be back in just one moment. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. God has given us many wonderful gifts. Listeners like you are taking over the airwaves and sharing how Real Presence Radio is a gift to them. May 11th through the 13th, we'll be broadcasting some of your favorite hosts, guests, and everyday listeners from all over our great network, hoping to inspire a fruitful spring live drive. Find all the details on our website, including how to give online at realpresenceradio.com slash live dash drive. The Spring Live Drive, May 11th through the 13th on the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Father Pfeiffer of the Diocese of Fargo, just taking a moment to reflect on the significance and the importance of the Mass. As we come to the Mass, we should approach the Mass as if we were coming to the Last Supper. We were coming again to Calvary, as they are represented to us. Those that come to the Mass oftentimes have preoccupied minds. They are distracted. There's many things going on in their heart and their mind that they do not able to focus on the significance and the reason they are there. I think it's important to reflect on what is your friendship with Jesus? Because your friendship with Jesus will build your character. It will build your virtue. The reason Jesus gives us the Eucharist is so that we can become like him. How will you approach the Mass? It's important to reflect, to prepare your hearts to receive him, the Lord of Lords. This is Nancy Mickelson from Nativity Parish in Fargo, North Dakota. Thank you for listening to Real Presence Radio.
Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. Okay, uh, welcome back. It's been a good show. Monsignor Schumacher, I'm coming to you from my office at Corpus Christi, where I am pastor. Justin Krunenbergs is my guest. Uh, I mentioned yesterday in my homily, uh, uh, Justin is born and raised Catholic, away from the church for 20 years, and he's back uh, through conclusions of, of reason and science and his, uh, his upbringing in the Catholic Church, which he was able to fall back on. Uh, I, I quoted Werner von Braun yesterday at Mass. We, we know that he was the chief architect of the Saturn V, which, which took uh, the Apollo spacecraft to the moon. And, and we also know that um, Time magazine called him the 20th century Columbus uh, when he died. But before he died... Van Braun wrote Reflections on Life After Death. This is in part what he wrote. Werner Von Braun, who died in 1977. He said, I think science has a real surprise for the skeptics. He said, nothing in nature, not even the tiniest particle, can disappear without a trace. Nature does not know extinction. All it knows is transformation. Von Braun said, everything science has taught me and everything science continues to teach me strengthens my belief in the continuity of our spiritual existence after death. How does that resonate with you? Oh, that's, that's very true. Um, so you did give me 30 seconds. So, uh, okay, take it. So um, at the very bottom in the world of particle physics we have a thing um called the uncertainty principle um and it it stems from simple reasoning if everything is fundamental tiny things and you want to know what one thing is doing the only way you have to do that is to throw something else at it but now imagine if you had a pool table and you had to determine the position of a ball by throwing another ball at it well, when you do that both the balls go in different directions and you can only surmise the the direction now why is that important because what it means, if you apply careful thought to it, is that below a certain threshold, there is a completely indeterminate world that we have no access to and fundamentally cannot ever have access to. There's an entire realm of action that uh, we'll never be able to predict, that we can never, for, that we can, well, predict accurately, that we can never uh, control, and that we can never. Uh, resolve, and it goes deeper than this too, because not only does this non this potential non determinism exist there, but it has actual physical ramifications in some really spooky experiments, like one called the double slip quantum eraser, which is a bunch of gobbledygook. But I encourage anyone who is of a science bent to look that experiment up on PBS Spacetime on YouTube. It is really spooky. It implies, for example, the idea that influences in the future can be affected or influences from the past can be affected by actions taken in the future and it 
it, it's spooky. It's really, really crazy spooky. And the, the thinking through it is difficult to get through. But we know, because of all of this, that the capacity for free will has is there. Because either we live in a non, fundamentally undetermined universe, or we have a perfect illusion thereof, and there's no way for us to know. We can never know. And there's a lot of room for influence down there. And it's a, it's an unbreachable realm. So when I when I hear things like that, I, I can't imagine he wasn't thinking of things like that because the fundamental interactions of our universe are really strange and really spooky, and they happen over instant time, over vast distances, and they do all kinds of crazy things. Uh, really, if if you're a, of a science bender, really really look into it. It's 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 illuminating. The name of that again is what PBS Space Time. Great YouTube channel. And 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 what is the uh, episode? Uh, delayed choice quantum eraser. Delayed choice quantum eraser. You heard it first here. Now, <laughs> uh, all of this is m- moving you back t- to your faith I- in a way that is um, not intelligible to a lot of people who are listening. And that's fair. That's and 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 uh, and. But but also um, the woman who came back to the faith because of purgatory is unintelligible to a lot of people. Uh, as well as experiences of, of, of the childhood, for, for example, but but all all in all, we we, we could we could uh, we could um, uh, summarize your return after twenty years, Justin, uh, by by saying that you you have you have used your your God given gift of intelligence and reason to to bring you back uh, to to the existence of God, and you are now wholeheartedly and excitedly and i see you in mass every day um you are living that in the tradition of the roman catholic church yeah i would say my my ability to reason and my my love of science gave gave me permit when i really got into it gave me permission to believe It, it it maybe it's not that it made me believe it's that it gave me permission to believe and why do some people use that and not believe I, I think for I have a thing that I say online to really annoy people, um, and I say religion is mandatory. But what I mean by that is that everyone has to believe something. There, you have to at some fundamental level, and at levels deeper than most people are aware, take the world on faith. But the thing is, is do you know what you believe? And I would argue a hell of a lot of people don't. <laughs> And so they, they, they have some kind of a constructed religion internally about IFL science or um, about the way that this is or that is. And they, it has no grounding um, in, in, in any deep tradition or anything. And so they behave religiously, but they don't know why they behave religiously. Um, so you see, you see a lot of people get reflexively all about, oh, the science, I believe in the science. Well, how you... Belief is the opposite thing you should be doing with science. The whole point of science is to disprove everything. That's the point. If you're having faith in a process of disproving things, that that's not faith. That's just, you know. Um, and, and having, for, for me, I, I, so I, th- I think for a lot of, for, for um, I think for a lot of them, it's just that they've, been hurt at some point or they've been misled or the culture has taken them away i think it's fair to say we're approaching a post-christian culture and they don't even know how to get there 
Like it's it's like there's so many people who yearn to believe, but they don't even know how to get there because the culture places taboo on it in so many ways. And I think that's sad. But um, for me, at least, I had that. I have deeply religious family. The science, it, understanding science deeply gave me permission to believe again, and I took it, and here I am. Indeed, here you are on Real Presence Radio. <laughs> I, I always go back to the New Year's Eve reference, you know, because we, we celebrate New Year's Eve, bring in the new year, who knows what's going to happen. You didn't know you'd be in my radio show on the new year. No. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so it's great to have you here, uh, Justin. Thank you um, for, for sharing that. Uh, I think it's fascinating why people uh, join the Catholic Church, why they come back to the Catholic Church, or why, in your case, after being away for so long, you, you've, you've reverted your faith or reactivated your faith, I, I, I prefer to say. And uh, any final thoughts for us? Uh, you got my name right four out of five times. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it's a good 80% grade. <laughs> I, I appreciate that a lot. And um, you're, you're, I, le- I learn a lot from you uh, when, when I visit with you. And, uh, it's mutual, it's, by the way. It's great to have you here as, as a member of Corpus Christi. Uh, and uh, it's, it's easy to see you. Uh, you're, 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 you're taller than pretty much anybody around. So. <laughs> uh, and uh, again, thank you for your service. I know that you did work with the Mujahideen in, in, in Afghanistan. And I, and I know that you um, uh, are served our country well. So th- thank, you, thank you, Justin. And uh, God bless you. And we hope to see you again. Thank you, Monsignor. It's been a bit of pleasure. Absolutely. We will take uh, a look at our next show coming up. Eli, what do we got? Hey, thanks, Monsignor. Great show today. Got another good show coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That's hosted by Kathleen Kavor, coming to you live from Terra Sancta Retreat Center in Rapid City, South Dakota. She'll talk with Father Ed Witt about prayer that precedes the power of the Holy Spirit. Then she'll visit with Rich and Mary Helen Olson about the daily bread needed for the spiritual journey and the fruitlessness of taking time, the fruit, fruitfulness, I should say, of taking time for retreats. All that and a whole lot more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That's tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you. All right, we have a couple of minutes. Remember, today is the National Day of Prayer Observance and the National Prayer for America. We will conclude with that. This will be read here at the state capitol uh, here at noon, where, where I will attend uh, wherever your National Day of Prayer Observance may be. Uh, we will end with part of that. Lord, we exalt you. We are filled with all and wonder as our praise joins the heavenly host saying holy 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 is the lord of hosts the whole earth is full of his glory lord you have established your throne in heaven and the foundations of the earth you alone are the creator the earth is yours and all it contains is for your glory you created and established all of us as your image bearers may our lips and lives praise you reflect and magnify you In all our words and ways, you are the author of our days. You have established your plans and purpose for us. Amen. Enjoy the National Day of Prayer. Enjoy May 5th, Cinco de Mayo, the Mexican-American history that we have here. And uh, whether it's your birthday or anniversary or uh, Mother's Day coming up, Happy Mother's Day to all of our mothers listening. I will preach on mothers uh, this weekend here. At, uh, at all the Masses here at Corpus Christi. Uh, Father Ani continues to be in Peru, my Perco vicar. He's in Peru uh, working for, um, uh, on a mission trip there. 
And then uh, when he gets back, um, I go to Rome. And I'm looking forward to that, uh, leaving next uh, week for, um, for about 10 days. So it's good to also be traveling again. Whatever uh, our Lord brings your way, I hope you have a good day. May our Lord continue to guide you. Thank you for your support of Real Presence Radio. Uh, these shows are always enjoyable. I always learn a lot just preparing them. And um, have a good rest of the day. My name is Monsignor Schumacher. Uh, Karen Selinski has been here with me, my producer. She puts me on the air. It's very simple for me just to walk in and, and, and talk for two hours, and I, and I appreciate her. And uh, thank you, Karen. You're welcome. And uh, we'll see you next, next Wednesday yes. for the Live Drive. Live Drive, May 11th, 12th, and 13th. Right here. May 11th yep. here yes. in Corpus Christi. Yep. May 12th. Tioga. May 13th. Dickinson and Minot. Marvelous. Thank you yeah. for your support of RPR. Uh, you make our existence and our effectiveness possible. This has been Monsignor Schumacher, and I wish all of you a great rest of your May 5th, 2022. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live. Local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.